My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of the Girl God's Got You podcast. This podcast was created to remind women that girl, God's got you, and he wants to help you live the life you were created to live. Have you ever struggled with believing in yourself, having fear about navigating your future, understanding your life purpose, or managing overwhelming stress? Well, if you've gone through any of these experiences, then this podcast is for you. And I want to encourage you that no matter what you go through, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter how much someone hurts you, no matter what level of self-confidence you have, no matter how much fear you have about the future, God is here for you no matter what. Girl, God's got you, and He always will. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back to today's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed the interview episode from the podcast episode last week with Heather Newman. It was so much fun, and I've been loving doing more interviews on the show. But I'm going to be doing a solo episode today, and I really wanted to do a podcast episode all about change. And my upcoming solo episodes are going to be a lot about change as well as different college tips because a lot of my listeners are either going back to college or they're about to start college for the first time or they recently left college and now they're in post-grad. So I really want to do kind of a back-to-school series with my solo episodes. And I thought the perfect episode to start off this type of series is with an episode about change. Now I just want to start off saying that I am not the biggest fan of change. My whole life I remember I never really have liked change and a funny family story that my parents always bring up was when I was nine years old I asked my mom and dad and said okay I'm gonna be 10 years old in a couple days and I don't want you to tell anyone that I'm 10 years old. When they ask how old I am please just tell them I'm nine years old and I don't really know why I had this in my head but I just remember from a young age that I have not liked change that much and even though it could be kind of silly with you know a childhood story for real I've had a lot of fear when it comes to change and I think the biggest reason why a lot of us don't like change is because it opens the door to the unexpected and then that makes me think all about things that could go wrong and because I can't control them when there's a future that's unknown there's going to be things that happen that we can't control but then I ask myself Isabel, are you really trusting God if you're so worried about what the unknown future holds? If you're letting fear take a hold of you, are you really as close to God as you think you are? And so anytime I'm fearing change or anytime I'm feeling overwhelmed by the future, as 
I've been a young adult for the past couple years, I've really been trying to take a step back and think, okay, am I being fearful because I'm simply not trusting God enough? And that kind of brings me back to figure out, okay, how can I start trusting God more and fearing less? And I know a lot of my listeners are going through a lot of change, especially with school right now from COVID-19. Some people are starting the year online and then they're going to school later. Some people aren't going back to school at all and they're staying all online. And this is a lot of change that no one expected. And so I just want to make this episode for you to give you some tips on how I've been trying to handle change and how I'm trying to choose trusting God over letting fear control my life. So to start off with that, I want to share a quote that I really like, and it actually has to do with change. It's by a man named Rick Godwin, and he said, One reason people resist change is because they focus on what they have to give up instead of what they have to gain. And I think it's easy for us to forget the fact that we serve an unchanging God who loves us and whose promises will last forever. But that doesn't mean that God won't change things in our life for his plan. So even though God is unchanging, that doesn't mean our lives aren't unchanging. And when something's going good, when something's going well, it's easy for us to think, oh, everything's great. I don't think God's going to change things up. But the second we get comfortable, I think he just wants to change our lives to remind us that he is in control, but also to remind us that his plan is better than our own. And there is this wonderful verse from 2 Corinthians. It's from chapter 5, verse 17, and it states, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. And for me, sometimes I take change as a negative thing. But I think God takes it as a positive thing. Because when you think about it, Jesus dying on the cross is an act of change. He died on the cross so that we could go to heaven. And he died on the cross so that we could have an eternal relationship with him and so that we don't have to be separated from him. You see, God wanted to change the way the world worked. He didn't want people to, you know, go to hell because of their sins. He wanted to send himself down onto earth as a human atonement for our sins. He wanted to change the scene. And that's why he sent Jesus to the earth. God made a huge change by giving us the opportunity to ask for forgiveness, repent, change around our lives so that we could live an eternal life with him. So I think that God does change our lives around for the best and he does take it as a positive thing. So one way that I've been trying to handle change is understanding that God can use this change for a positive way. And I'm going to be discussing this more in the episode in a bit, but A good perspective shift on change is to realize that it's not bad, it's not scary, because God could use it for his glory. And that verse, the old is gone, the new is here, taking off your old self and putting on your new self in Christ Jesus is an act of change, but it's a change that will be fulfilling and promising. And so, girl, God's got you. He is doing something wonderful in your life, even if it's something that didn't correspond with his plan. I talk about this idea a lot on the podcast, and I like to think of God's God's plan as a GPS because he does have a perfect plan for us, a beautiful life story. But sometimes sin gets in the way. Sometimes bad things happen to good people. Sometimes we make bad decisions. But God is so powerful that he could recalculate 
our, our plan for our life and the direction we're going so we could change and come back to him. And so if with COVID-19, we were not expecting this. I don't know if this was part of God's plan or not, but I do know that he will turn it around for his glory if we choose to follow him and follow the steps he has for us. And I think one way we can handle change and understand what God wants to do for us is by being intimate with him. This involves praying with him, opening our hearts up to him, worshiping him, journaling and writing down our prayers and really having a conversation with him. It's all about reading the word of God, reading the Bible and trying to understand what's going on in God's mind, trying to understand God's truth. It's when we get so close to God that we can hear his guidance. So as we handle this unexpected hard change that a lot of us are going through, we can handle it with grace because we're letting God lead the way. We're letting him help us handle the change to turn it into something good. And a big topic of this podcast that I want to talk about is the idea that God's perfect love casts out fear. You see, God's love is eternal. It's forever. And a song of the week that I want to share that kind of has to do with this idea of God's perfect love never changing is this beautiful song. It's by a a man named Josh Baldwin. And the song is My King Forever. And these lyrics are beautiful. It's not a super long song as far as the one I listen to. I know a lot of worship songs kind of go on and on. But I would challenge you to listen to it because it is wonderful. And it gave me a lot of peace when I've been thinking about change and trying to understand how to handle this change going on. So the lyrics state, You gave your life for mine, nailed it to the cross, you crucified. All my sin and shame. It was washed by your mercy. You are the treasure I find, my reason for living. So let my life become an offering to the one who is worthy. All praise to the Lord Most High. All praise to the one who saved my life. All praise to Jesus Christ, High King of Heaven, my King forever. You stormed the gates of my heart. The veil in between was torn apart. Now you hold the keys to the grave. Because you bring things to life. You roll stones away. I lift my hands up, lay my whole life down, my whole life down before you. I lift my hands up and lay my whole life down. My whole life now is for you. And I think this is a beautiful description of how we should respond to God's eternal, unchanging love. You see, even though things change, and even though they may be unexpected or we know they're coming either way, We should respond to his goodness by laying down our life, lifting up our hands, and praising him. It can be so easy to get down in the dumps, complain, feel bad for ourselves when things don't go our way, when our plan shifts. What we have to remember is that God always deserves the praise and the glory. So another tip I have is when I'm kind of feeling down in the dumps or overwhelmed or kind of pitying myself for a certain change going on, I think, okay, I need to come back to God. I need to praise him because that's really my role here on earth. Yes, there's going to be change. Yes, things won't go my way. Yes, I'm going to have a bad day. But my whole role on this earth and the purpose I have is to bring glory to God. Sorry about that. I got a phone call. But to pretty much um, conclude this thought process that I was starting is that even in the midst of change, it's still our job and our task to love God, love others, praise God, and help bring others closer to God. So that's a really good encouragement to myself to know that even though everything's changing, my purpose is also unchanging. So now I kind of want to talk about the main truth that I 
always come back to when I realize that I'm letting fear control me instead of putting my trust in God. And this is something I want to remind myself all the time. And it's something I've been trying to. So here it is. We worship an unchanging God. And girl, if you're worried about the changes ahead, I want to let you know that God's got you because he is unchanging. Now in this fast-paced, always-changing world, we can cling to God as our rock because he is our comfort, he is our home, and he will never change. His promises are here to stay, and as we hold on to God, we could take on the change in our lives with excitement rather than fear. Now there's this Bible verse, it's from 1 John 4.18, and it reminds us that God's perfect love casts out fear. And recently, I've thought about this verse in a whole new way. You see, even though when the world is constantly changing, and even though nothing really is promised to us here on earth, we are always promised of God's love. Even if the worst thing happens to you that you are the most fearful of, God still loves you. Jesus still died for you. And if you believe in Jesus, you still get to spend eternity with him, even if your current situation is tragic. I think it's so easy to lose sight of what's going on in the long term when we're so focused on what's going on in the short term. But at the end of the day, God's promises aren't changing. And when I really sit back and realize that, I start fearing a little bit less and start trusting a little bit more. And that's something that I've really been trying to do throughout my entire life. And I really want to share some of my main tips when it comes to change and some experiences I've had with it that have really given me more perspective on how to handle the future changes. Because let me tell you, the older you get, the more changes you have. You graduate high school. Okay, everything's changing. You have four years of college. But then after college, you're in your 20s. For most people, everything happens in their 20s. They get their first job. They get their second job. They get their apartment, their home, whatever. Then, oh my gosh, usually they get married. They have kids. They move. You see a lot of these big adult responsibility changes happen after high school. Some happen, you know, during high school before it. But a lot of these kind of scary changes happen when you hit college and so the older you get the more changes you'll have and so that's why I really want to start handling change better and there's a couple different experiences I've had in my life that have taught me some lessons on how I want to continue to approach change in the future so I have three main tips for handling change the first one is to prepare so I wrote down this tip in response to change that we choose and when you choose change you also have a choice on how to handle it An example that I like to bring up when I talk about choosing change is when I graduated from high school, a big change that was really hard for me was leaving speech and debate. Now, you probably think I'm a big nerd for saying that out loud, but it's true, and I am a nerd, so it's fine. But a little background, and I know a lot of you know this because I've talked about it on the podcast quite a bit, but I was in speech and debate for three years the best three years of high school. I loved it. I gained so much confidence. I found so many great friends. I made so many wonderful memories. Oh my goodness. It was wonderful. I loved high school so much. So, so much. And speech and debate pretty much was my life. I know everyone in high school, most people at least have a hobby, whether it's a sport, an extracurricular activity that they really identify with in high school. And speech and debate was that for me. I absolutely loved it. I eat, breathe, sleep, sweated, bled, whatever you want to say. I I lived out speech and debate. It was wonderful. And so when it ended, it just hit me that, oh my gosh, I won't do this ever again because I'm not going to do it in college. And it was really hard for me to handle it. 
However, because I knew this change was coming, I prepared for it. And so my biggest tip for you, if you know a change is coming in your life, prepare. So different ways that I prepared was I wrote a lot of letters to a lot of my close friends in speech and debate, telling them how much they meant to me, sharing my favorite memories with them. I also prepared by writing in my journal and recording a lot of my favorite memories. You see, the beautiful thing about journaling is even though you leave this portion of your past, you could always remember it and come back to it when you write it down. You could write down a very detailed account of the wonderful memory you made, and then you could read back on it 2, 5, 10, 20 years down the road, and since you wrote it and you wrote it in specific detail, you will spark that memory again and be able to really live out that memory in your brain. And so writing letters to friends, to friends, journaling about it, and then also praying for my heart to prepare myself for the change that came, that really helped me handle it. And although the change was hard, and I do want to say that change is hard whether you prepare for it or not, it was easier to handle and move on from because I prepared for it in advance. So whatever change that's going on and you kind of know it's coming, really get in line with God and ask for his peace ahead of time. Really get close to him because he is the rock that you cling to in times of hardship. And so when you know this hard thing is coming or this hard change, really strengthen that relationship with God as well as the close people around you so you can lean on them when the change comes. And also too, I highly recommend journaling, writing things down because that kind of helps you have that nostalgic moment that you need to kind of grieve for the change that you're leaving behind if in this case it's leaving high school or something monumental so you have a chance to let those feelings out and then you could respond to those good old days in happy thoughts rather than sadness and wishing you could go back to them so my second tip when it comes to handling change is find the blessing and i share this tip in response to change that we can't control so even though I, graduating high school, knew that I was going to go to Grand Canyon University, even though I knew that I would be leaving speech and debate, I knew this change was coming. However, a change that I recently didn't know was coming and I could not prepare for was when COVID-19 hit and I had to be sent back home from college early. I didn't have my college graduation. I went back home late March when I was supposed to be going back home in April. And even though it was only a month that school got cut short, wow, everything changed and I was not prepared for that. But I actually handled the change pretty well. I'm kind of surprised. Yes, there was some sadness. There was definitely some tears and I didn't really have time to prepare my heart for the change. But what I realized is even though this change was something that was unexpected, it was something that I did not want. I tried to find the blessing in it. And I think that's why I was able to handle it much better than I thought I would because God can turn anything around for good. I talked about this earlier in the episode. I've had quite a few podcast episodes about this. And even though COVID-19 hit and it was scary and mainly scary because there was a lot of unknown. I didn't know when I was going to be moving into an apartment who I was going to move into an apartment with. I was kind of worried about doing finals online in my home rather than on at college. And um, right before COVID hit, I started a relationship and then it turned out to be a long distance relationship without us really planning on it being a long distance relationship. So there was kind of a lot of worries and fears going into it, but I sat down 
and I did a lot of praying just every single day and I realized, okay, God, you're going to bring a blessing out of this and please help me have positive attitudes. And I really just tried to see every blessing for what it was. And even though this was unexpected change, even though a lot of sad things, especially economically, have come about with COVID-19, there were a lot of blessings that I found with, you know, staying quarantined, having really good, good quality time with your loved ones, um, making sure to be really intentional about the time you have with people. A lot of good things came about and a lot of blessings. I was able to finish up college and I have had a lot of time to do some studying for my finance licenses. And so my biggest encouragement is when you are trying to handle change that was unexpected, acknowledge the blessings for what they are, look for the blessings, and thank God for the blessings. Because it's so easy to focus on the negatives when there's a bunch of positives staring at you. And so if you do have positives that are coming about in an unexpected, unwanted change, recognize them, thank God for them, and focus on the blessings rather than the negatives. Because the blessings are what's going to give you hope. The blessings are going to fuel you for being strong and thriving and moving through this change instead of letting it take you down. Because Satan does not want you to succeed. Satan does not want you to be on fire for God. Satan does not want you to live on purpose for him. He wants you to be swallowed up in your sadness. He wants you to pity yourself. He wants you to complain. He wants you to stay idle in fear. He does not want you to spread God's glory. But we should not let Satan win. And we should understand that there are blessings even in unexpected, unwanted change because God's plan does prevail and he will provide for us. He is unchanging. His promises are unchanging. And we should always acknowledge the blessings that are there. So then my third tip that I have for trying to handle change is to remind yourself of God's provision all the time. And it's so easy for us to think, okay, God, he handled my, uh, my hardships in the past. But will he really deliver again? Will he really provide for me again? I, I don't know. And that little voice in our head can become so predominant that we totally forget about all the blessings God has given us in our life. And there are so many times where I look back. I read my journals or I just talk with my friends. And there are so many times where God turned a bad thing around for good. There are so many times where he provided, whether it's in my life, my friend's life, my family's life. It's easy to lose sight, but we should always remind ourselves of God's provision so that we don't lose sight of his gifts and the blessings he's given us. There's this passage from Psychology Today, and it talked about different ways to handle change. And they shared a couple tips, and two of them I wanted to share with you all because I thought it applied really well to this episode today. And so one tip they have was realize that a chapter is not the book. And I think this is actually pretty deep. And just for finding an article online, I thought it was pretty awesome. And I think stepping out of our own small perspective in the moment And understanding that even though we're going through a hard time right now, even though there's change that can make us nervous about the future, that can make us fear the unknown, we need to understand that this is a season of life, and it's a stage, and it's not going to last forever. This is a chapter in the huge book and storyline of our life. And so if there is a change going on, and you're uncomfortable, and you're not happy, and things are hard, I just want to encourage you that God's got you because he has a whole book and story for your life. And sometimes going through a hard thing will help us be stronger for the good things that are ahead. 
And a personal story I'm going to share about this point is when COVID-19 hit and Arizona had to go more into quarantine, I had to leave college and move back home, and my boyfriend also did as well. So then we started dating long distance. And so for this, you know, three-month chapter of our lives, we had to have FaceTime dates. We had to do our Bible study dates over FaceTime. And even though it was hard because we missed each other a lot, We're able to use this chapter of our lives wisely by getting to know each other deeper, getting to know our faith and the things we cared about in life deeper. So now that the current chapter we're in, where we're both living in Arizona, it makes this current chapter stronger because we built that firm foundation on the previous chapter of long distance. And so I want to share this as an encouragement. If you're going through a chapter that maybe isn't what you expected, it's not what you wanted, I challenge you to try to find the good in it. Try to find a way to work hard in this chapter or do something of value in this chapter to make your future chapters easier. Because what you're going through now is a chapter, not the book. And if you try to turn this chapter around for good, it can make the rest of the book so much better. So even though this is kind of a small story uh, to share in this, you know, big tip, I wanted to share from my personal experience how I've seen this tip play a role in my life. And so the second tip from Psychology Today was that your storyline is full of choices. And I think that a lot of us ask ourselves this question, well, what if I choose the choice that, that God doesn't want me to choose? What if I choose something that actually is totally different from what God wants? If my storyline is full of choices, what do I do if I choose the wrong thing? And my response to that is that God is powerful enough to turn around our lives if he wants to. He will turn anything back around. And something that I've prayed before is, God, please take this away from me. It's your will. Take it away from me. And the same thing that I also like to think about is, wow, I'm going to make this choice, but God, if it's your will, please bring it back into my life. Because even though we have free will, God could turn around our life in different ways to make his plan prevail. So don't be fearful if you make the right choice or the wrong choice. Make the choice that you think aligns closest to what God wants. Read the Bible. Read the scriptures. Sometimes I look up Bible verses about love or Bible verses about forgiveness or Bible verses about your path for life. And sometimes I look up specific Bible verses about a topic that I'm really trying to make a decision on. And I try to search the truths of the Bible for guidance. So if you're trying to figure out during this change what choice to make, make the one that you think Jesus would make and go with that. And if for for some reason that's not the choice that God wanted you to make, he will turn around your life. He will change something around to make his plan prevail. So I want to assure you, if you have any kind of decision anxiety, just try to choose what Jesus would choose, pray about it, and go with it. It's sometimes really hard for me to make a decision because I overanalyze all the different possibilities. But at the end of the day, make a choice, pray about it, and know that If God wants to change it, he will because he is an almighty, all-powerful God. So those are my tips for trying to handle change. I hope this episode offered some encouragement to you. I hope it offered some really good insight. And I just want to once again reassure you that even though everything is changing, perfect love does cast out fear. At the end of the day, Jesus still loves us. Jesus still died for us, and we still have an eternal relationship with him, no matter what goes on in this world. And as long as you remind yourself that every day, 
I really think it'll help take away the fear from change and help you continue to trust God more and more. So I hope you all enjoyed today's episode, and I can't wait to talk to you in the next one. Bye!